allegedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Ari Mendes. I feel like I know. I know you, and I don't even know you. You don't. So that's so. what a podcast is for. That's right. To get to know somebody. I know you just from being nervous in a green room two minutes before I go out, and then I bring you on just from the cold opens. Uh, the me being so, nervous or you being nervous? Well, me, uh, maybe you're nervous. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm not. I'm I was like, ner- oh, you're nervous. Oh, well, you, you don't, don't show get nervous it. before you no, go on stage. No, not anymore. No. I hope that goes away for me. It does. How Some long have you been doing it? Eight years. Uh, I think it's because you're not a regular yet. Is oh like I'm nervous because I want to well, be a regular. Well, it's not just that you want to be a regular, but when you're doing that spot, you are being watched, you're right? Being judged. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think you're right. There's yes. definitely at least part partly. Yes, it's partly that yeah. because if this was just at like you know the parlor down the street and they were doing or actually that's a nerve wracking show too, but any other show because that, they judge and, me so uh, hard at the parlor. Uh, if you're not like hot, exactly. If you're not like straight out of the CW, if you're not you know, like Crystalia before. Oh, yes, before yeah. like pre Crystalia. Right? Yeah. I get nervous before shows especially at the comedy store but in general i'm nervous before even a shitty bar show i'm less nervous but less nervous but i always want to not embarrass myself that's a great way that's the goal (laughs) that's the goal every set let's get off stage not feeling like i hate myself i can tell you uh a tool are we on right now yeah we're great uh because you know i taught comedy we probably i did not know that you didn't know that um which what was your comedy school called well i was a part of acme comedy on la brea okay i've been there but i've never performed there or done anything i definitely was there when it was like you know in its heyday one of its heydays because it was was started with adam carolla was one of the you know co-founders there i didn't know that either yeah and it was great when i came out here 20 years ago it was like the Growlings or Acme, very similar, almost the exact same. Wow. Yeah, the same program what happened? to get. I know. <laughs> you started teaching there? That's what happened. Yeah. And then they were like, fuck this school. Uh, no, Growlings yeah. doesn't have a stand-up class. I brought the stand-up class to Acme. But okay. Acme was great. I started up there. You go up either the improv. You go up the improv route and then it splits off so once you get to a certain level you can decide to just go sketch or you can do improv or both and then it's mm-hmm. the sunday company the and the, do they still have the this there company, i've been it's a beautiful room yes it, i mean yeah. the stage over here was stunning the I, school and was i'm stunning. not even saying it's bad school i just don't know anyone no who's, it's because it what anymore. happened yeah. was is it was running great um you know i came up Joel McHale. These are all the people that I, you know what I mean? We were all Maz, Giovanni. They went to uh, Acme. Yes. They did improv there. Improv and sketch. They were in the main company. I was in the main company, but Uh I was in the, you know, I was in the Sunday company first and Uh then I was in the main company. It's again, so similar. So people that would study at the Growlings because the Growlings had such a long wait list. So even if you advanced to the next class, they would be like, you're on a wait list now for like a year and a half. Right. So people would go over to Acme and Acme was a faster, you know, you yeah. get there faster, and your and you're, your goal is to perform. Mm-hmm. So if you could make it into one of the companies, you were now performing. Yeah, you're not so getting yes. rusty on the side waiting for exactly. your, the class to open up. So it was it was great. We you know I was in the main company there, and I was privately coaching people for stand up, and that sort of just happened by accident. It was just mm-hmm. like hanging out at the comedy store or somewhere else, and then you know you you see a comic and they have mm-hmm. a. A joke, and you're like, "Oh, I have a great tag for that." Mm-hmm. So you know, you fucking give them a tag, and so, then they'd but, be like, but you, "Man, like, you build up your nerve to like walk up to this comic." You know what I mean? You're just like, so, and you know, I'm, I'm just talking about like a headline or something that you're just like, "Fuck, uh, I have a joke for you." And then either they're like, "Go fuck yourself," um, <laughs> or they're like, "Thanks." But I mean, I was walking up to like, you know, I wasn't a regular at that time. I'd only I'd started comedy in New York. I'd definitely been doing it a long time, but I didn't know a lot of people. Sure. I was just like, hey, that's such a funny and joke. And certain people respond better to tags. Like yes. me, I love getting tags so, for some people. Yes. I don't take them all, but I, if Absolutely. you never know. You, you might get a know. great tag and it changes the whole joke. It really does because yeah. the truth is is that they're not looking at it from uh, just a comics point of view. We're looking at it from an audience point of view. We're watching mm-hmm. you, so we are also an audience member. So if mm-hmm. we're thinking of something and we see a different angle, it, like why wouldn't you say something? Yeah. Especially if it's you know. Yeah, there's certain comments that are like, even if they like your tag, they'll never do it because they only want to do stuff that they did or right, which is ridiculous because right. once they get to a certain level, they all have writers anyway. So it's like really right. it's ridiculous. Or um, if they don't, they should. A lot of them yeah. do. I mean, the I mean, spill it. 
No, I I was at the comedy store. Who's the most famous person with a secret writer? Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock. It's not a secret. I mean, yeah, I'm, he, he brings people he with brings him. His, he brings yes. them. He literally brings them with him. You go, hey, what are you doing here? I'm one of Chris Rock's writers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're all working together. But when mm-hmm. you're at a certain level and you're so busy, there's no way for you to be able to try out new stuff as often as you'd like. When mm-hmm. you're, you know, a younger comic, right? You know, you're doing movies, you're doing television. You need someone else to like who knows your voice, who gets yeah. it. You know. So after doing that for a certain amount of comics, people started saying, "Hey, I'll pay you. Can you just sit down and work with me?" And then I thought I should teach a class, and I kind of modeled it after the class that I took in New York, mm-hmm. you know, 24 years ago, and it's a quick four week class, and I was like, I can. I can get anybody on that fucking stage and give you a solid 10 minutes. And I did. And I taught that class. I should take your class. I need a new 10 minutes. Uh, It's honestly, do you know how many comics that are already, that were already working took my class or just coached with me for like an hour? Mm -hmm. It really is. Sometimes you get stuck in your own way and you don't see what other people see. Like Mm -hmm. I can look at you and we can just start talking about your life and I'll be asking you Pretty boring. Pretty boring life. And I'll be like, that's exactly what you should say on stage. You should say that. (laughs) Pretty morning life I So live. you guys know uh, the, the pandemic, the quarantine had no effect on me because I've already lived a pretty right. boring life. That's it. I mean, here's the thing. It's like I always tell everyone, I'm like, you can do whatever you want to do. Try to make it as try to make it as less observational and more personal as you can. Mm-hmm. Because then it's really like I'm telling you about my experience. You know what I mean? So if I'm on stage talking about like you know, the things I learned about myself being in a pandemic, it's not the same things you learned about yourself. And if they are, then we have a problem. You talk about <laughs> being a loving man in your act. So there you go. You yeah. Can, yep. I love I love women. So we got that so in common. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Similar. You talk about uh, your life and uh, being a cougar. Which you are fun, as well. Which I'm a cougar. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm turned 30... Uh, I'm a, way I'm too a cougar. old. Yeah, did you did you as a cougar as a self proclaimed proclaimed cougar when all this stuff about young women popped up? Are you like, come on, give them a break? What the men? Yeah, yeah. You know, because I was not not obviously underage, but like, there's all these people tweeting, "Oh, you can't talk to 18 year old girls, even if it's illegal. It's not right." I'm like, I don't agree with that. Yeah, if an 18 year old girl wants to talk to me. She's old enough to talk to me. I don't agree with that. I mean, I also come from a different generation, so here's my two cents. It might actually be like three and a half We could edit this out if you say anything you regret I'm not going to say anything that I regret. Um, I'm also not going to say, I'm not going to even use names. Mm-hmm. Until there is hard evidence one way or the other, there's no way I'm just going to condemn someone and be like, that person's a piece of shit. Right. Can I swear? Yeah. Okay. Um, you're gonna like edit that out. Um, uh, I don't know what the reality of it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can ask me. Do I think that there's a lot of male whores out there that like fuck anything that moves? Sure. You know whether they're in a relationship, married or not. I can tell you absolutely. Yeah. That is not illegal. Mm-mm. Do I think certain comics troll after specifically troll after girls that are underaged? I, I honestly don't know, and the people that I know, I do not know that to be true about them. Mm-hmm. Do I also think that a lot of women pretend to be older to get into comedy clubs? Because you have to be. You have to be a certain age to get in a comedy club, and if you meet somebody 21, there— 21, 18. You have to—you know what I mean? So, look, I'm just going to put this out there. When I was 16, I fucked a 24-year-old, and I lied about it. You know what I mean? I lied about it because I was like, oh, I just wanted him to think I was cool. Not e- I wasn't even thinking, like, he's going to get in trouble. I just mm-hmm. was like, I want him to think that I'm cool. Now, right. that was a long time ago. By the way, any woman who's been, you know, sexually harassed, sexually assaulted in any way, shape, or form is is a victim, and I feel sorry for them, sure. and nobody deserves that. And, and by I think the way, most people do. There's not yes. a lot of people going, oh, if you got raped, it's your fault. No. There's not a lot of people saying stuff like well, that. Well, there are some people, but... <laughs> um, but less and less, I yes. think. Yes, and here's the thing. It's like, I'm not saying 
that certain women are lying, do I think some women are out there joining, a, like jumping on a bandwagon and saying, you know what I mean? Well, this person never like texted me back or he was like really dirty in the bedroom. Well, that's what happens in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I don't hear anything that I, you know what I mean? Like that might be weird to you, but I've I like heard, to choke but, women. Yes. You like to choke women. Lightly. So, I like so, to lightly choke women. But if 20 you're choking women, me now. if 20 women see? came out and said, Ari choked me. Right. I look horrible. Some guys like to (laughs) shit on women. Some guys like to be shit on, like literally shit on. Like I'm going to stand over him and shit on you or like, you know, piece of glass. That's, you know, that's, here's the thing. It's like, I have a problem. Look, in today's, you know, age of social media, there's, I don't think women under 18 should be able to post a lot of the photos they post. And if I was a guy you know what I mean, looking at some stuff on Instagram or anything else, I would have a hard time being like, wait, how old is that girl? Like, there should be, you know what I mean? There should It, it should at least be some sort of monitoring that because there's going to be a lot of women that are, people are always going to lie about their age. We mm-hmm. have fake IDs. Again, all of this aside, I do not support the culture that comes with with all of that, the misogyny, like all of, like I came up, I definitely didn't have as as bad as some other women, but there was a lot of times that I went on the road with guys where at the end of the night, they immediately go in to like kiss me or come up to my hotel room or they give me that bullshit. Oh, we have to share a room. I mean, it's, you know, they didn't give us enough money for our own room. It's disgusting. It's gross, and I had to put up with it, and it's a dance that we do in our brain, like in mm-hmm. our heads. Like, is it worth it to go on the road? Right, yeah. or but even not even like even before we take that yeah gig, or we go like, oh, let's go grab a drink and like talk about that project you're doing or whatever. And this is for any woman in any industry. We have to mentally do a dance that's like, how do I do this? If he comes on to me, how do I let him down without him feeling rejected? Right. And in turn calling me a bitch and not, and you know. And so he doesn't want to not take me anywhere again and not exactly. give me any more work. Exactly. Or yeah. tell people not to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, it's it's horrible that any woman has to do There's that. There's a lot of thirsty male comedians. Yes. There really the, is. And the line, the line goes, and the line goes, hey, we should write together sometime. Anytime a male comedian yeah. says to you and you don't know him that, well, we should write together right. sometime, he doesn't want to write with you. He doesn't want to write with you. No, he wants to write with your pants. Yes, he wants to, yes, he wants to write on your pants and then be like, oh, you're going to have to take them off and put them in the washer now because I got paint on your pants that says <laughs> writing on them. And you know what? I say thirsty male comedians. There's a lot of thirsty men. That's and women. There's people like sex, and there's a lot yes. of people going for it all the time. But it's just when you're in a public eye and yes. it comes out, it gets then, complicated. It's yes, a complicated issue. It is definitely a complicated issue. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of women out there that are like, yeah, this person is successful and hot, and I'm going to fuck him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this generation now... They're so sensitive. Like you're not allowed to be a rock star anymore. You're not. You're not allowed to fuck someone and be or like, else you're abusing your power. But I mean, it's like I think back in the day. The, now, if you're a famous male co- hot comedian that's rich, you're too powerful to have sex with women. You're way too powerful. Yeah. Sorry, um, but it's like honestly, it's like I think maybe back, maybe in, I don't know in the '80s or '90s. I feel like back then, like maybe. Guys would like fuck a groupie or you know a chuckle fucker, which is like one of my favorite. <laughs> that term's so That's, funny. It's not the best term ever. It sounds so gross. Imagine it's if you, so gross. It sounds like you, you fuck ch- clowns. <laughs> it sounds like you fuck party clowns. Every time I use that term, someone who's never heard it, they bust up laughing. They do. It feels like you go to kids' birthday parties and you're like, like do you have any groupies? Yeah. You mean the chuckle fuckers? Oh, they're around. They're oh, gross. They're around. Yeah. They're so yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like. What do you imagine if you close your eyes and imagine a chuckle fucker? What do you imagine? Describe him or her. I imagine. You, are there male chuckle chuckle fuckers that fuck female comics? No, no, that is that is. That's not a thing. No, the reverse is never true. <laughs> I used to honestly, I had a joke about it. Uh-huh. I haven't done it in a really long time, but it was called um, it was called Drag Along Girl, where I talk about I go. I'm so tired of seeing all these girls getting dragged along Los Angeles, and it started from being. At the improv, and I forget which male comedian it was, and he was just dragging his like 
random girl of the night through the crowd. She didn't even like speak. She didn't have. She was like you know, vision a vacant look in her eye. She looked like a mannequin that could actually move. And she was and a chuckle fucker. She was definitely a chuckle fucker. Yeah. But he was just like. I mean, he might have actually been dating her. I'm not even sure, but. You, I would see like all of these male comics just walking in every night with a different, a very attractive girl that would just be dragged along. Like he's like, all right. And then he would just, you know, stop somewhere and be like, you stay here. Daddy be right back. And then he would go. That might not be a chuckle fucker. That might just be a guy on a date bringing his date with him. Uh, uh, all right. So maybe it's not a chuckle fucker, but these yeah. are women. Like, if I think of like a straight up chuckle fucker, someone who hangs out afterwards and is like, here's that was When really I think funny. of chuckle fucker, I think of like the girls who hang out at the comedy store and have slept with multiple male comedians. Like yes. that's their type. Right. It's their type. They're not unattractive. They're thirsty in a different kind of way. Like, you know, right away. For me, when I close my eyes and imagine one, they're usually, not always, uh, alcoholics. Mm. Smoke cigarettes mm, and that. sometimes a bit chubby. The average chuckle fucker, like I, a chubby alcoholic who, a chubby who alcoholic. <laughs> likes male comics. They I could be like anybody <laughs> that likes anything. A chubby alcoholic. I feel like that's half of Los Angeles. Yeah, true. So that's half of people these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, right now there's a lot of fucking. But whenever alcoholics. I date a girl, they're always concerned. That what? You know, there's, there, I've had some jealousy issues with women in the past because, you know, I'll go on the road and they don't, they understandably don't know what's going on and they just know I'm performing for a bunch of people and they think, oh, so girls are throwing themselves at male comedians. Are but girls throwing themselves at you? That, it's a, <laughs> no. I'm not saying I always I'm not- say I'm not Crystalia. Girls are not throwing themselves at me. And when they do, it's never the ones you want. It's always chubby alcoholics. That's why you. That's why you associate that with chuckle fucker. <laughs> yeah. If you were yeah. slightly more attractive, maybe they wouldn't be as chubby. I'm working on I'm it. Just kidding, I'm I, kidding. I got a haircut. I went hiking. It looks today. really good. Thank you. You're like rocking the quarantine. I was listening to a podcast of you on my hike to get to know you before I get to know you. Which podcast was it? It was you. It was on some. I went. I tried to find. Is it my podcast? No, I tried to find. Why did you listen to my podcast? Because you haven't been doing it. I know because I'm switching platforms, everyone, uh, and the new one is coming excuses. out. But there's still ten amazing episodes. That you okay, can hear. I'll check those. But no, I wanted to hear the most recent podcast you had been on. Oh God, I don't even know. What and that you is. were on. I don't remember the name of it, but it was. You were talking. She was like 58. And oh, married Vicky? to a policeman. Oh, Vicky from the Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah. Oh, she's on. That's one of the Real yeah, Housewives of like Orange one County. Yeah, she's like the original. She's the OG. But you were talking about. You were basically both promoting uh, Botox and yeah. and facial. What are they called? Uh, like uh, oh, you mean like re- fillers? surgery? Well, is it's that plastic sur- surgery. Is it, it's plastic surgery. Is, is a filler considered plastic surgery? No, it is Botox? not. No, b- like they filler have to cut and you Botox. Open. Yes, but yeah. filler and Botox is non-surgical. So, yes. Do you think... She's had everything, though. She's had surgical, filler, everything. Right, yeah. yeah. She said she had just got a yes. facelift and nose yes. job and a boob job. And right. She said she had seven boob jobs. She had a, a lot. What, is it because they messed up the first six times? Sometimes you have to it get happens. I feel like... No, I feel like... I don't know how old she was when she got her first one, but... They definitely switch over to like better versions that feel, right. you know, more natural. And sometimes though, if there's like a leak in one, which just sounds horrible, I don't have a boob job, everyone. These are real. Those are just um, natural beauties. Thank you. Thanks. I'm not allowed to say that. I take it back. He was, th- you can say it. Okay. Natural beauties. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> no, but sorry. you're not allowed to make oh, tasting sorry. noises. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can say natural beauties, but no Nothing else. Lips. You just yeah. have to say natural beauties with a straight face and, exactly. then, and look And then look up somewhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why you have to get, like, sometimes they do. Sometimes you do have bad surgery. Do you think that I should get Botox? No. But I know men that have. What do you think? Is there anything I could do that would make myself more appealing to the opposite sex? Are you seriously asking me? I'm not. I'm not. Saying I want it, but I'm not, I'm open-minded. No, because now you're like asking me to like look at you and judge you by your looks. Critique and be like, me. And be like, oh my God, I if you did this. I have crow's feet. No, you don't. When I smile, I do. Smile. The, no, you look like you have Botox now. Like you're <laughs> barely smiling. Um, I have uh, Guys look you know, good with wrinkle? wrinkles though. That's, okay. that's what's so fucking annoying. Hair implants. Oh, now Should here's, I do that? Now here's the, you know what's really funny is that. If he had listened to one of my podcasts, I had my plastic surgeon on, and we talked about the difference. Like, the, it's obviously the bad 
you know, stick, stick with it. You should totally get them. And I do have <laughs> fucking amazing calves. So natural, all yes, natural, yeah. man. You're just all natural Let me see beauty. Your calves. Hold on. I have pants on. They're they're decent. They're cut. They're thin, but they're cut. Mine are ripped, people. Do you, what do you do? Stare master? It's hereditary. What's the secret? By the way. It's is it, wait, yeah. seriously? Yep. That's, what do you mean? You can't work on your calves? No, you can work on your calves, but I've had my I have my father's calves, mm-hmm. which thank God is like pretty much the only thing I have of my father's. <laughs> but they're they've always been, and I've oh, I've always been athletic, but they've always been massive. And I know people that work out constantly that don't have it's genetic it's 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 genetic guess, your I body's guess. actually you know what i mean yeah I'm, i have a thin like, frame my yes. parents are both small right. people so they're, pocket people. they're, they're jews well yeah. so am i so are you go. yes gross i know i saw another guy who got his fat he didn't get lipo he got his fat, fat transferred uh no he got it like frozen set in a way where his fat looked like he had abs, but it was actually just his fat twisted. <laughs> that seems like the most expensive way to get out of doing crunches. Like, just fucking do... I don't like it. I don't like crunches I don't either. Like, I don't like working out. I neither do I. I force myself. Everything so time I. I do it. I force myself. It's forcing. I, everybody who's like, I love it. I love working out. They can yeah. go fuck themselves. And they're like, oh, the more you do it, the more you'll love it. No, no I've been doing it my whole life. My and whole I've never life. liked it. I'm, and I'm way older than you, and I feel like at a certain age... You should be able to just stop, and that's the body that you have. If we all knew that, like at forty, whatever shape you're in, that's then it. Then I'd work you really hard sh- yes, at thirty nine to would. forty. And by the way, uh, I think people work work out the most thirty to forty because in your twenties you're like you don't, oh, need get, to. You don't. You walk to the, yeah, you walk to the bathroom. You're like that was my workout, yeah. and then you hit thirty, and then everything slows down. It, like in a in an overnight way. You're just like, yeah. what the fuck happened? So from then 30 to 40, you have to work out really hard. Mm-hmm. I did. I worked out really fucking hard. And it never ends. It just gets worse. <laughs> That's Something not what I want to hear. Now. Yeah. Maybe if I, if here's where you could give up is you get married, then no. you get fat. And then you give up and then your spouse is like, you're a fat slob. I'm going to look over here. Well, they weren't the right ones then. That's Because right. I'm looking for unconditional love from a girl who will love me no matter what and be loyal and faithful. And really, it's the trick is, I think, you find a girl that, that needs you, mm-hmm. too. So it's like really dependent upon mm. you. It sounds and healthy. It yeah. Sounds so so healthy. If, if I found a girlfriend that just didn't have a job, no skills, no social skills, no friends. You live in Hollywood. That shouldn't be hard. <laughs> How did you? Is that most girls? Yeah. Basically, no, what I want is a, a sugar baby, I think. You want a sugar baby? You don't even Except want a sugar I don't mama. Except I don't have money. So that's but, the problem. No, you yeah. need a sugar mama. Yeah. Or you need a sugar baby that's like a trust fund baby. A sugar trust fund baby. Have you ever had a sugar baby or a sugar daddy? No, I've definitely not had a sugar daddy. No, and I've definitely not, I've not had a sugar baby either. I've, ju- I've definitely just had... No, maybe I've had a sugar baby, I guess. Have you had a, a boyfriend or a boy toy that after you see him, you're like, hey, you need some money? Here's here's a few. <laughs> Here, go get yourself something nice. No, Broke I him haven't off done a that. That's All hilarious. Right, you've never been a sugar mama then. Well, I haven't been a sugar mama like that, but I've definitely like... Taken one out to eat or something? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I got this. But that's more like I'm making money right now and you're not. Yeah, I always feel that way too. And eventually one day you will. Yeah, when, whenever I'm with someone, I always feel like either you pay for yourselves or if one person's significantly more successful, then that person should pay. And that's not even a gender thing. That's just like, uh, hey, if, if you have $50 in your bank and I have 100 grand, I'm going to pay for you. Right. That's just common And then that person courtesy. who just was like, I'm going to pay that 100 grand, now you, you're going to have to fuck me. That's the old school way of thinking. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, hopefully, because I paid, she fucks me. But if now, you, don't, but want, no, let's flip if it you don't want to, that's you, okay, Let's too. flip it. You went out with a oh, woman. A woman, and she and paid And she me. paid, and now she's like, now you're going to have to fuck me. Here's the thing. I don't think that's right if she said that, but I wouldn't out her for saying that to me. I'd be like, I don't agree. I'm not going to fuck you, but it's I understand you're... Dumb and then she's thinking. like, okay, well, then you owe $75 for dinner. <laughs> you have to pay me back for dinner. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, okay, I will just to get her off my back, I think. Would you make payment plans for that? Or? I would have to. I don't have $75. <laughs> $75 is a lot of money. Nobody has it. 
Yesterday, I was looking up land in the Malibu mountains, mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe I'll get a land that's hidden, and I'll mm-hmm. just park an Airstream on it. Even though you're probably not allowed to do that, I'll just do it. Right. And then I'll have my own spot that I own. You can ba- build a tiny house. Build a tiny house or just a tra- I'll, I'll live in a trailer. Some people are anti-trailer. Some trailers to me are really nice, and it's all I need. Just I'm cool with a trailer. do a tiny house. But it was still several hundred thousand dollars for the land. Yes. And then here's the real thing that scared me away is those properties in Malibu that are on the cheaper side that are hidden away are an hour from here. It's like I might as well live in Orange County. Yes. Might as well live or towards Yucca Valley or something like that. No one wants to live towards Yucca Valley. Yeah, it'd be horrible, but (laughs) might as well. Do you really want to live in Malibu? Uh, It'd be nice, but I don't want to commute an hour to go anywhere. No, and that was the thing when when I moved, going to work, in the morning, is like 45 minutes. Now, if I had to go to work, it'd be like 23 minutes. But Where's the studio that you work at? At Culver City. Okay, that's not too far. No, but driving home, coming home, it was like almost an hour every single day. It was just so annoying. But having said that, I love my house so much that when I get home, I'm like, worth it. And are you still, you were talking about how you're adopting a kid? Yes. You're doing that? I don't know why, even though I already know like all the facts of my life. That it sounds You're like actually doing you that? were going to say adopted a kitten. I don't know why I just automatically was like You can a get both. I have a cat. You already have a cat. I do. What about dog? I don't have a dog. You don't like dogs? They're okay. Oh, your kid's going to be a cat loving, horrible. You're already, you're raising another cat lover. You shouldn't be able to have kids. People with cats. What? People with cats, what? Shouldn't be able to have kids. Mm. They're not, they're not normal people. Really? I feel like they're the most normal people. <laughs> I have a snake. That's normal. Yes. Okay, exactly. That's <laughs> pet, normal. Western Why don't you snake. just get a parrot and call it a day? Parrots would be cool. They're dirty. That's the reason I don't want a parrot, but they're cool animals. Nobody they're cool creatures. Nobody wants to date a guy that has a snake. But they would a parrot? No, but it's, I'm saying it's equal. Yeah. No, I think mm. more girls would date a guy with a parrot than a snake. Yeah, because it's like the novelty of like, I want that parrot to say my name. Uh-huh. And she never and would. And then the parrot says like some other girl's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Every girlfriend's just trying to get it, so it ruins the parrot for <laughs> all the rest of the girlfriends. Uh what kind of kid are you getting? Asian, white, black? Well, as I'm like looking through the catalog now and uh whichever's the cheapest. Oh, so Asian. Southeast Asian. Well, Right now, they're the cheapest. But those trends change? <laughs> they will, Could yeah. be South American. Would you ever get a South American one? I mean... Is it racist to say this? Yes, all of it is. It is? I didn't say anything bad that one's better or worse than the other, but... <laughs> this is all terrible, and I'm, we're all kidding, and I'm that's the saying, problem with society. We're just going to get canceled. When you adopt You're a kid... You're getting canceled because of this. This is just the facts of life. When you adopt a child, mm-hmm. there's kids of different races. There are? And you have to pick one. You don't. You. I just want to be a mom. I'm taking whatever, whatever baby. Oh, I, I oh get. you're just taking a random baby. You're taking a, yes. a lottery. You go, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. That wi- baby. It's not even that easy. It's like the adoption process is so complicated and so. It's amazing how complicated it is. You and think expensive. they would just want? Well, let me ask you. This. I don't know much about orphanage. Uh, no, orphans in America. Is there a shortage of babies? No, is there right, a surplus so of babies? You're thinking, though, which most people do think, that I, if I was going to foster to adopt, that's a completely different scenario. Mm-hmm. Foster to adopt is I could get, you know, depending on what I want, you know, a newborn to like, you know, a teenager if I if I was open to like everything. Right, I'm but doing, you don't want one that's already I'm fucked up. I'm not doing no. I, yeah. I want to. I want to do the fucking. Yeah. Up. <laughs> but no one's gonna fuck up my kid but me. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I just because I'm single, fo- and the foster system is is you know people that I have a lot of friends that foster to adopt, and several of them had a successful adoption because of it, and a couple of them did not. They Got, lost the kid. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. But they you know they Wait, gave like this, the kid died no, or just no like went you had the kid for a couple of years and then it has then, to the kid goes back to you know the birth mom or uh-huh. and whatever. It's yeah. traumatic, you know yeah. what I mean. But I just didn't feel like. As someone who's single, I just was like, I, I don't know if I could do that, you know. So the process. I, yeah, I think yeah. it would be, it's just a lot. So I just went up straight for adoption, which is a little different. So now I'm waiting to be matched with a birth mom. I'm waiting to be matched with someone who's oh, pregnant so the, the currently. the mom picks you kind of thing. Yes, it's like dating. Well, I pick Got her, it. she picks me. It's like it. I get sent a profile 
and I read about the birth mom and the birth dad, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to send you so my information. So this is a pretty long process. You've been really going long. That. It's really long. <laughs> and is it, is it stressful? It's is really it, stressful and long, yeah. Are you... Are, do you ever have days where you're just like, fuck it, I'm just not going to do it. This is too hard. Um, I mean, I've always wanted to be a mom. I definitely still have those like, you know, do you, you know, as you could like meet a guy who's got kids. Maybe that'll be enough. Or maybe meet a guy who doesn't want kids. And it's like you have to, you know, I have a days like that. A new divorced dad. Yeah. Nearly divorced. Hot. That's so hot. Could be Chris. No. we. Aaliyah. I don't think he's married. Oh, yeah, yeah. He but, was, though. Um, I mean, actually, I don't want newly divorced. I want, like, a year, at least a year. So Single dad. Never, never divorced. Bastard kids. Bastard kids. What about, no, I want a dad who's unfortunately lost his wife. Tragically. He Tragically. loved her and loved treated her, her so great. So great. And she passed away. Mm-hmm. And he's just a widower and has, you know, this... That, that would be attractive. That'd be so hot. That would be pretty hot. It'd be so hot. It would be, you know what? They should have an app for that. Single dads who lost their wives. <laughs> Single widowers. Single. Widowers. Single plenty widowers. Of, plenty of widowers.com. Dude, that's an app. That's Let's, a, that's a $100,000 idea. I feel like that it has to be an app. That is. If it isn't, it should be. On the other side, too. Yeah. I I, well, I don't really want to date a single mom. You but don't? Well, maybe I will. Maybe I will when I'm 30. when I'm yeah when I'm your age when I'm in my how old? I'm not telling you. No, I, I, I'm in my I didn't want to say. It. I know. No. I, I, anybody can Google, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody can Google I, it. It's funny. I put my age on my IMDb when I was 22 and yeah, moved, freshly that's moved when you to do LA. It. Mm-hmm. And I, and as I turn 30, I go. I wish I could take my age off of the internet, and you can't. Mm-mm. It's too late. But there's some people who who knew that from the start, and their age isn't on the internet. I know. Actually, Those people are smart. you can pay enough money to get it removed. Oh, I'll pay. How much? Who do you, know. you know a guy? You know an age no. guy? No. An age, age remover guy? You should get that. I'll, that's better than any liposuction funny? you could get. It's so funny because when you're younger, you just want a guy to make you older. Uh-huh. I know a guy. Give you fake ID. Make you older. And now we're like, we need a guy to make us younger. Yeah, take my birthday off my IMDb. I actually emailed IMDb. And ask them to take it off. They, they said, said we no. don't do it. We don't do that. Oh, but but that's one guy there. You find a guy there. You slip him some money. Who works at IMDb? How much money do you think that costs? How much money would you be willing to pay? I mean, honestly, I don't you care. might not care at this point. I don't care. Everybody already knows. I'd pay a thousand. Thousand dollars. That's it. One time fee removes my birthday off the internet. What about when you're thirty-five? Oh, like that might go up. Might be yeah. fifteen hundred. Might be two thousand. Mm, at thirty five, I give up. You don't care. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll be like you. I just whatever people people know I'm old. Old thirty five is not old. old, but it's like not young either. It is actually human. You're, you're an adult. Yeah, you're an adult. You're no man. longer a young adult. Right now, I even at thirty, I don't think anyone would consider me a young adult. No, you're not. You're an adult. Yeah, I'm an adult. My parents had me when I was my, when they were my age. Whoa, all right. And so I'm, I'm I have a girlfriend and I'm poor. A lot to live up to. Guys, this one's available. Um, do you think I should adopt a kid? Can a single male adopt a kid too? Yes. I can adopt a baby. Yep. I'm surprised no like vloggers did do that as like a just a vlog project. Um, like here's my process of adopting a baby. Here's my you know I'm going through it. I'm I'm, I'm a, Are you gonna I'm, vlog it? Well, I'm sort of just like recording it. Yeah, yeah. You got to no, you should start a YouTube channel dedicated to you becoming a new mom, a single mom. I should. I it's think sort it would be of a part big, of my I'd podcast. Watch that, actually. It's sort of part of, uh, part of my podcast, but I mean, I guess I could. When you were doing your podcast. There's I am I just it's one's coming out like tomorrow. All right. Um I think it's going to be a lot of me posting nothing cuz there's a lot of waiting. But that's part of it today. You you know, it might be an update every month, but today we're doing this part of it. Today we're doing this part. All right. I'm going to do it, guys. I think it, I'd watch it. That was I'd the subscribe. best advice. All right. That's good, well, really good advice. Well, then at least advice. I have one subscriber. There you go. One. And uh, you'd probably get a lot of subscribers. Do you have? Do you get fans from the show that you write on? Yeah. Because you, you're well, on because it I'm too, on right? It too. But how does that work? Is it like, are they short someone one day and they're like, Hey, one of the writers, get in there. Um, I mean, I'm sure they've booked you as well for being a funny comedian, but does it also work where one day like uh, someone cancels and they're like, Jody, get in there. 
Well, there's only one seat that I would be, it's like seat five. <laughs> so I, I, yes, I got booked straight, you know, just regular, just style. regular, yeah, just style. regular style season one. And then I was sort of put into that rotation. So most times I know that I'm booked ahead and there have been a couple times that I've had to fill in at the last minute. It does happen. It does. Okay, I was wondering about but that. But it's not like the day of. It would be like Week a day before. No, day oh, before. Day, day before, two days before, we'd get a call that so-and-so. Because it would make it. sense that they would just do but, it and give one of the writers that knows the show really right. well. And But if, like, you know, say we had Jamie Kennedy booked and he canceled. Which I'm he not probably gonna, never I'm does. Not, uh, no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going <laughs> to fill in for him. You know what I mean? Because he's a male? Because that's, yeah, that's the seat six is like a guy's seat. I should have watched the show before. You should have. You have no idea. Um, Byron Allen. Yeah. Nice guy? Very nice. How often do you interact with him? I mean, when we're there, I mean, I don't see him. He's so busy. Because, he, yeah, he has like a hundred shows or something. And he owns the weather. <laughs> oh, and a, you're doing, I heard uh, you yes. talking about the, that I've never heard of. The, the comedy show I think I've seen people post about because it's in our circle. Yes. The weather one. The world's funniest weather. World's funniest weather. It is on, I think it's on, God, is it on KCAL here on Sundays? Have you ever been recognized the, from that? It's on the uh, weather channel as well. Does anyone watch that? Be Appear- honest. Honestly, it's one of the highest rated shows on the Weather Channel. And in the block that they air it on, on Sundays, that's a highly, it gets a huge ratings. So, so you, people watch it? Yes, people, I think, in middle America watch it. Do you have fun? And my dad. I've never seen it, so I'm not judging. I'm just genuinely wondering. Do you have fun doing it? Yes. So it's it's cool. Like You want people to see it. Yeah. I mean, it's a clip show. Some of these shows that I get auditions for... Like, they sound so bad to me, but I'm like, I'll do it because no one watches it anyway. So it's really just a paycheck. Here's the thing. No, I mean, well, we've all done stuff like that. We're like, it's a paycheck and it's experience and you never know who that person who hired you, where he's going to be in three years. And you know oh, that what I mean? too. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, the world's funniest weather is, it's just America's like funniest videos, but with weather clips. I and, didn't know there was that many weather clips. Well, some things are like weather adjacent. Um, Do they ever make fake weather clips for you to... No, these are all videos straight off. Or you could like... We say at the end of every episode, if you send have a in funny... Send Yeah, s- send it in. You make some money. And are they old? Some like Some clips, clips are, are from older. like the 90s? Yeah. Some okay. are from like the 80s. Like some of the like weather reporters so from it's not different like countries. You can't get the actual forecast from watching this show. No, that's not what it is. Got it. <laughs> But what they've done, which I think is really fun and unique because I've done a lot of clip shows, is they put me in the scene. Oh, in in the clip. Yes, I'm in the clip. So all of my stuff is on green screen. Uh-huh. And with specific clips, I have to like match up and see them. And they actually put me in the clip. So I'm reacting to the people. I'm dancing. And they're uh-huh. really good at and actually, like, if it's cold outside, they add the effect of, like, your breath. They'll add a shadow. For It's cool. really, it's really fucking cool. Is that, can I watch that on YouTube or only KTLA? No, um, yeah, you can, like, yeah, they've got, like, clips on YouTube. Okay. They don't show that. whole episodes, but they show clips. And they're That's, really funny. The clips are the best part. Here's the thing. Does anyone watch whole episodes of shows anymore? I don't know. Like, even late night shows, SNL, it's all clips now. Here's the thing. There's so many platforms right now. Everyone's a star and no one's a star. It's like there are so you, there's so many shows out there that unless it's like something like SNL or I mean even like the like you could the, be traveling and tell someone that you're on a real television weather clip show and they'll be like oh yeah my neighbor does one too it's that's cool it's, <laughs> but I mean even if you're on a show on like NBC right. People are like, oh, I don't have cable. Right. I don't watch it anymore. Right. Like, nobody exactly. wants like, it. You're on one you, of you're doing Game of Thrones. Exactly. Eight minutes on Quibi. It's I don't know what cool. you're talking No about. one gives a shit anymore. That's great. Yes. Oh, it you're does. on TV? Yeah, my friend's on TV. Everyone's on, on TV. Yeah, I have a YouTube channel. That's Everyone's cool. on TV. I do my podcast. You're on TV. Yeah. We're on TV right now. Right now. Right now, we're this is 4K. We're playing on everyone's TV. This thing gets. Hundreds to a thousand listens. So, so those people, if they're we're stars, is this going this to is be going to make you a star? If they want to watch this on their television, you're on television right Get now. Get ready for your Weather Channel show to, to blow double the fuck in ratings up. after doing this podcast. We're double. On, we're on hiatus right now. 
is everything is right. Is your other show on hiatus? Yeah, too? we both. We, I, w- I was very fortunate that we worked all the way until like mid June on both so you shows. Have, you could still pay the mortgage on your new house. Mm-hmm. You're safe. I'm safe. Okay, you don't need a sugar daddy. I don't know. Do you do you know one? I could find them. Do you have any issues? You are millennial. That's right. Or problems in your life that I could help you with? I don't know. I don't know if I trust your. Oh, you should. I'm really. I'm wise beyond my years. Did you like take super mature? What was your major in college? Film, okay, digital media. Oh, so that's so I feel but like I care. you're qualified. I care. Oh, all right. Yeah, and I oh I listened to over a hundred episodes of Love Line with Doctor Drew. Oh, growing shit. while I was in high school. Oh my god, you're practically a doctor. And my dad's a doctor too. Oh my god! All right, so, so it's emergency like- room, but. That's uh, emergency room kind of has a base of everything. Did you watch Lennox Hill? Great docuseries. Everybody. I'm not as Seriously. old as you. I don't know what that is. It's on Netflix. It's on there right now. It just came Sounds out. Sounds old. I don't know what it is. Lennox Hill. Yeah, it's a hospital. No, I've never seen it. But you should watch it's because it. I know more than the show. So oh, it's like that's watching why. that would make me go. But it made me I think of it because there's already. an emergency room doctor, and I was thinking oh, to myself, I should that. watch it with my dad. You should. Mm-hmm. Father's Day already passed. I'm not going to watch TV with him for another year. No, absolutely not. All right. So, do I have a problem that you can help me with? Um, I mean, how do I get like a baby in the next like <laughs> three months? You don't think it's going to happen through this adoption thing? No, it will, but I want one like now. But so that might take longer. You're saying that's going to take longer than three months potentially. Yeah, and if you want one now, yeah, how do I get one now? Um, have you how ever can thought? I fast okay, track here's the what you do. Okay. You find someone with a kid. You become the godmother, and then you murder them and get away with it. That's not real. Okay, let's think of a real way for you to get a kid. I mean, it's not. I've seen a lot of true crime. Shows, I mean, it's like possible. That. It's possible, but you're too weak to murder. So weak. You're but you haven't puny. seen my calves. Uh, one yeah, kick. One can't kick murder. with the calf. <laughs> I can't. Murder by I, calf. I, you know, you put on and this tough exterior, calf. this tough personality, but. Do if I? You, is that if honestly, you, is that how you see me? That I put on a, a tough exterior? No, not really. But like, not, but also not like a weak, girly personality either, if that makes sense. How do you see me when you would come into the comedy Neutral. Store? Just neutral. Not tough, not tough, like uh, intimidating or anything, but also not. Not soft. Not soft either, yeah. Not right like, where you want to be. You're right where you want to be. Not margarine and not like hardcore butter that's been but in your face. But female fridge comics for- aren't really soft. It's tough. Like you said, it's tough being a female comic. You have to put up with yes. guys hitting on you. You have to go on the road. It's not a job. Like people always say, there's an issue. Why are there so many more male comedians than female comedians? It's. It's more complicated than sexism and yeah. and all that. It's it's a job that most girls wouldn't want to do. It's not a... I think they've... Yeah, I guess a lot of girls wouldn't want to do... I mean, I feel like more and more want to do it now or feel like, oh, I can do it. It's that stereotype yeah. that women aren't as funny as men. And Yeah, a lot I of, mean, some people call it a stereotype. Some people call it <laughs> science and... It's however you want to look at. Your dad's a doctor. I don't know why I'm <laughs> arguing with you. It feels, feels no. Weird. There's a lot of really funny women. There's also a lot of really unfunny women, but there's also tons of really unfunny. Well, men. yeah, you already just yeah. said it. There's less of us. It's funny because less, I, yeah. I would say when I would teach the class, I'm like, the reason that people say men are funnier than women is because there's just less of us. So yeah, there's you so go, many more comics. You see comics. a show with ten comics. Seven of them are men. Three of them are women. Two of the women suck. One woman is amazing. And, and then, then out of the four, four guys suck and three guys. You're still gonna walk out of there being like, "Oh, men are funnier." Yeah, yep. no, I, I, I agree one hundred percent. But where were we going with this? Oh yeah, yeah, you're just neutral. I'm and neutral. I, and I'd say most women in comedy are because it's tough to be a, it's tough to be a female comic. It's like having a bunch of older brothers. Kinda. Older brothers that want to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them want to, and their friends want to. Having older brothers and then they, the older, yes. with their friends. Your older brother them. wants to fuck you. Your your brother's <laughs> friend. Your brother's dad. Your, your brother's, brother's yes. Brother's boss. Brother's boss. Your brother's sister. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Actually, instead of me asking you, why don't you tell me now that you got to know me a little more? What you think I need to work on? I thought about this when you said you wanted to adopt a baby because you also talked about how you wanted to meet a man and yes. meet a husband or yes. potential husband. Aren't you worried that having a baby could scare off a potential yeah, mate? Yeah, but then I guess they're not the right guy. The right guy is going to be okay with you having a baby. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Don't you think? I mean, sure. There's so many people out there. There's going to be a guy that's okay with a baby, but I do think it will might limit. Oh, yeah, it might make it that much harder. But at the end of the which day, which is more important, baby yes, or man? At the end of the day, yes. You'd choose baby. Well, I mean, right now there's if no right man. now in there's a I've baby been, and a man. Which hand do you grab? The the, ba- ba- the baby. The baby. Okay, there you go. That answer is that. See, I'd choose if there was a baby You'd and woman. Choose the man. I would choose the man or woman. I mean, here's the thing. If I started dating someone now during the adoption process mm-hmm. who was like, I don't want any kids or I have kids. I don't want any more kids. But I promise you I'm going to be enough. That would that would be a serious – I would really have to like think about this though, about he's going to be enough. We're going to have a great life and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm not saying that I'm not up into that. It's never happened. That was that was right. what I would say if I met a man. Like I was like I've always wanted to be a mom, but if I met someone who was like we're gonna like we're gonna travel, this is what we're gonna do. Or he already had a kid and he didn't want any more kids, but we were in love. Then maybe I wouldn't be going into this process. But that person never came. So, you know, that's I feel bad person. for me. Yeah. Or for the guy. It's sad, you should feel that bad guy for the never guy. Came. The, That's yeah, right. but that guy is Fuck just him. out there right now. Well, he doesn't know. Doesn't even know what he I'm missed. I'm right out. here on Melrose. He missed he missed out. Oh, should I not tell people where great, we are? No, it's fine. It's a, it's available for rent. Melrosepodcast.com. This podcast studio is available. Thank you. To anyone. Hey, your podcast clearly needs a new home. It's not I have a you're not releasing it. Oh yeah. That's um, why I was setting it up. Okay. I'm going to play a couple calls here for us to help. Oh, good. This is a little time for you to help others. Oh, it's my time? Okay, I have to um, give them both. I mean, we both can. But I, it should probably be me. Yeah, we both we both will. This is but from... I have the bigger calves. So. You have better calves, so if they're asking for calf advice... Or I, anything related to calves. You, have, you also have shoes that really highlight your calves. Mm, yeah, I guess, but I mean like, like... High top, Vila. Those are stylish shoes. Really fucking stylish. Why though? What do you mean? Why? You just do you watch like the Bravo now? Where do yes. where do people I learn about style? I did not know. I didn't know anything about style, and then I turned on Bravo one day, and Is I was that like, true? "Oh my god, no!" Where do girls learn <laughs> about style? What do you mean? Where do we learn about style? Where do, where do you by get, the way, all girls are not like, where stylish. Where do you learn that those shoes were stylish? Because those are those are like stylish shoes. I see they're trendy girls walking around. Is that how you learn too? Same as me? Yes. Well, I mean, no. I saw them on probably on someone or in a magazine or in, in a store. I saw these in a store and I was like, I like those. I don't like them. <laughs> you like them so much you can't even admit that you like them. <laughs> I, would, I would never wear them. And I no, would you never, wouldn't. And, but I would. And I'll never date a girl that wears those. Well... This is from. I guess you're going to be single forever. <laughs> That's why I'm single because every girl is. This is from Suzanne C. Her name is Suzanne. I feel like. Is it Suzanne? I haven't listened to these ahead of time, so I'm, we'll find out. Okay. Hi, I'm calling in today with a problem, and I really hope that you can help me. I'm a teacher, and I really have trouble saying no when parents ask me for additional help. I know part of my job is to provide additional services that I may not get paid directly for, but I find myself saying yes more and more to each demand, and I keep saying no to myself. I'm afraid that I'm just going to lose myself in my profession and burn out. What can I do to help draw the line? All right, you want to take this? Well, first of all, you can stop sounding like you work for like a sex firm. <laughs> but like she sounds like she has she's a nice just voice. So, it's not Sexy she's voice. just like help me. <laughs> um I mean if that's how she's talking to the parents, I'm assuming that they're asking for other extra services. Uh how do you not lose yourself in work? Is that that's the main question. She she's afraid to take more she's work. She's been saying yes for additional help with these students yes. and she doesn't want to. I think that's part of being a fucking teacher. Help the students. If you don't want to do it, get a different job. That's your job. I think that there is a healthy balance between saying yes and having boundaries. And if you don't have enough time to take care of yourself, then you're not going to be a good teacher. So do as much as you can. And if you feel like you're getting overworked, set up those boundaries and say, I'm really sorry. I don't have any more time this month. Take care of yourself. Because if she doesn't take care of herself, she's not going to be a good teacher. That seems reasonable. (laughs) I don't, I would like to hear the details to me. Like if that's the case, you're right. 
but in my mind, she's just being lazy and doesn't want to do any extra work. She just said she doesn't want to get lost in her work. She doesn't want her work to become everything. You didn't listen to her. Just like a typical guy, you were imagining her <laughs> naked. And I'm telling you, she that sounded she was, chubby. She sounded like a chuckle fucker. I don't want. I'm not, not. She sounded like she was naked. in her underwear when she was making this phone call. That she did sound <laughs> like that in her chubby big underwear. That I don't want anything. She a said part of. she was felt. You know she, what? She was scared. Suzanne, she was going to get lost in her work. Send us a picture. Uh, next week, I want to put a picture right here. Send us a picture of yourself in your underwear for us to use on the next episode. Don't teach children in your underwear. But honestly, yeah. for anybody who's like scared they're going to get lost in their job, I've been there. That I've been so consumed. I haven't had any time for myself. And then you eventually, you know, crack. And then you're good at nothing. And then you're Hasn't, broken. Hasn't uh, COVID-19 been so amazing for not getting consumed in comedy? I well, don't know about you. I, I was working. I was actually so busy the first like two months because we were working on the game show. We were just writing. And then Byron and Funny or Die with NBC, we put together the Feeding America benefit. And not only was mm, I one of the producers right. on it, I was in it too. So that I was working like 13, 14 hour days. So I you've had a one on. month only. Oh, I've great. actually only had two weeks off. Oh, wow. How yeah. has, well, has that been great? Um, I've had three months off. <laughs> has that been great? Uh, at first it was, you know, I was fighting it, but now I'm like. You're embracing it. I'm embracing it's nice and that competitive, you know, like that competitiveness. that competitiveness is gone when someone, yes. you see someone do something, you're like, why am I not doing that? That's all gone. It's coming back. You don't think it's coming back? I, I noticed that. Well, a little bit, but mm-hmm. let, like still no one's doing much. Like a, a few people are going on right. the road and a little bit of that, that feeling of like, I'm never doing enough. No, but I feel like that with social media because everybody's fucking TikToking their ass off or everybody's doing this and they're constantly creating and they're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And now I feel like, well, I'm not doing that. Right now, you still feel that way. Yeah. I mean, if it's less. I, know I did this yeah. thing before, uh, actually, even before Corona, where I unfollowed every comedian on, not unfollowed, muted. muted I yeah. muted every comedian. Great. I, it is so good. I, I never like, look at anyone's feed. Yeah. It's like only, I do look at like the stories of my close friends, but it is, yeah. yes, almost every day I have to put somebody on mute because I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Yeah, whether it be politics or... I mean, here's the thing. It's it's not it's not bitterness. It's just I don't care about what show you're doing. I'm not going to go to your show to watch it. It's just so, not healthy for yeah, you it's anyway. Unhealthy. There so. is look. Everybody has to remember. There's enough for mm-hmm. everyone. Whatever industry you're in, there is enough for everyone. We yeah. like get caught up and they're doing that, so I'm not going to be able to do it. Or why aren't I doing right. it? It's like I can tell you honestly. I've had a lot of ups and downs in this industry mm-hmm. and in my 30s I was killing it and then like mid to late 30s like it's it I was doing really really well and then it sort of just stopped a little bit and then early 40s it all came crashing down like horrifically uh-huh. right after like America's Got Talent so you'd think it would be so amazing and then right. I was literally delivering groceries and did you do something bad towards God for this to happen I did I, I did did you eliminate him from your no what uh, or did just just that's just the I way it goes I didn't accept Jesus Christ into, yeah. my, uh, into, my, into my heart um, no that's the way it goes that's the way it goes it's just the ups and it's downs ev- it's yeah. everybody I, mean, mm. I feel like everybody for the most part goes through that yeah in different for sure. like in different ways um, and then you know I worked on the pilots for funny you should ask still thinking this is just another one of these jobs that you're like yeah, okay great exactly yeah. well we didn't even know that the pilots were going to happen they said they were mm-hmm. going to happen we wrote for four months but then that job got me to another writing job and I was back into the writing scene again and I was mm-hmm. like right, this is great and then we shut the pilots and then you know we got picked up for season one and season one was 131 episodes our seasons are massive yeah. it's syndicated it's All like right. you might just be hearing about it now but it is on no I've been hearing about it because it's like yeah. literally on like five days a week and it was on mm-hmm. CBS this you know this past year from 2 and 2.30 and now in the fall it's going to be on right before Family Feud 5 and 5.30 so it's great moving up it's, yeah it's finally like getting there it takes a long time and it's like it's like a well-oiled machine but you know Again, five years ago, I was delivering groceries. Yeah. And then five years before that, I was killing it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just killing it. Um, I was like, you know, headlining. It was just great. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's basically just like 
whatever path you're on, just if this is what you want to do, just if stand you keep you doing it, it'll work out. It's going to work out. Yeah, if you it, keep doing it, you're cool to be around. You're it, talented. It'll, it'll something will something happen. Something will happen. But yeah. the, I think the biggest thing is is the compare and despair mentality that we all have. It's like we're looking at other people and we're like, why aren't I doing that? But that's their path. Like, yeah. who the hell knows what path you're sure. on? You might yeah. get calf implants and someone's going to notice so. you on the street. Yeah, and you'll be like, I also do comedy. And then I get a magazine. You get a magazine. Your special is called you know calf time. It's like you're half calf. Oh, I mean, I'm you could man. do so many calf jokes. Oh my gosh. This might be this why is, I'm on your podcast this is, today. That's the life I want. The calf life. Who doesn't want that? That's my new podcast, Calf Life with Ari Manis. Let's do one more call. This is from Ryan Bergman. Hi there. That's a, I just moved here and I'm having a sexier. really hard time adjusting at work. I'm at a new store and the team that is there is already really tight-knit and they are not interested in having anyone else become a part of their team. And I can't figure out how to wedge myself in to make any friends. Well, well are, why do all the callers sound like they're in bed? They're they, all they, just I like, think they are. That's, that's the people who you know need our help. So Ryan feels like she's having a hard time fitting in at work. And she doesn't know how to, like, insert herself into these clicks. Is that what you got out of it? That's what I got. I think it's, from my perspective, it's because you sound Ryan, not you. Ryan sounds like a loser. Mm. And I think, uh, and I and I mean that, like, I mean that as your friend. I mean that as a mean, but, like, <laughs> tough love. I mean this as tough love. If you want people to want to hang out with you, you got to be fun to be around, and you got to have your own shit going on to where, like, oh, Ryan's so cool. Let's let's see if Ryan wants to hang out. But if you're like, oh, I just moved here, and I need friends, and you guys are all in your own cliques, yeah, no one wants to be around you like that. I don't. I know I don't. No, I no. just said on that one call, I would never invite you out. You wouldn't. So that's just you know that's a little tough love. That was tough. Grow up, Ryan. I'll take a, a softer approach because okay. yeah. um, I'm not an asshole and I don't <laughs> feel insecure because I have big calves. I also, That's I good. was very popular in high school and you were obviously not. That's so, true. <laughs> How did you know that? So, <laughs> by that amazing outburst you just had of tough love. Ryan, tough love. Just, just honestly, uh, I did like what you said, you like create things in your life create things in your life don't worry about what they're doing but when you hear them making plans just invite yourself invite yourself oh. what why is that bad i mean would you say no if someone was like oh hey are you guys going to the i would bar? uncomfortably say yes and then be like yeah but then hear? maybe you get to know ryan and ryan's pretty cool all right all right yeah, if you have the confidence to be pretty cool after inviting yourself to it, I don't have that kind of confidence. I've never invited myself to anything in my life, but maybe that's why I don't have a lot of friends. Also, so. Ryan, if you have friends outside of work, and I'm hoping that you do, sometimes you're just not friends with people at work, and that's okay too. No one likes Ari at the comedy store, and he's <laughs> fine with that. So I'm saying it's like you true? can have a life outside of your job. Sometimes your job is just your job. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Everybody likes you there. Thank you. Except you one person. That I more than one. Uh, you, oh, you know what else they have? Bumble friendship. No, they don't. What? Yeah, I've never used it. Who but, has that? Uh, Bumble. Yeah, has Bumble. You could download Bumble and not use it for dating. There's like a oh. friendship section of it. They still want to fuck you. Uh, I've never used it. Well, oh, I then mean, why I guess, would they do? No, I, they, mean, I don't oh, think they do. Oh, I don't think right. they do want to fuck you because it's like they have the dating for people who want to fuck. I'm gonna have to look at that. And I mean, they have Bumble for friends. And I, you know, maybe Friendster or uh, Meetup.com. Yes, you know, Meetup. Go, sign up for something that, you know, you some, enjoy doing. There's some Definitely. meetups that I've been very tempted to go to. I haven't because, because there's like I'm that. not a loser named yes. Ryan who doesn't have any friends. But You are uh, like literally sending I'm just Ryan to I was just trying to I was trying to be mean. I'm sure you're great, Ryan. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to go to there's this outdoor one where they teach you how to make a fire with your hands. Oh, that's on cool. Meetup. I've wanted to do that, that's but I cool. haven't. And then there's a ping pong one. I, I like ping pong a lot. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Do not tell girls that you go to a ping pong meetup. I mean, what if I? That's how I met the girl well, of my dreams. You guys are meant for meetup. each other. Then or, you're meant for each other. Or there's like a reptile meetup. Oof. I would love to meet a girl who's into snakes. Well, yeah, actually, pong, if there's a girl out there who's into ping and pong snakes, and snakes, is there a meetup group where you play ping pong with, with snakes? Your snakes? 
Let, that's the meetup group I'm starting. You should, st- yeah, start it. There's going to be six people in that six? meetup group. Six? You think there's going to be six? <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be three so people. There's going to be one person. There's be one other person, and that's my wife. <laughs> Unless she's a chubby alcoholic chuckle fucker, then spatch. I'm surprised there isn't a chuckle fucker meetup group. Uh, there's, we've had so many good ideas on this podcast that I think people this, should do. You should do. change the name to like the good invention. Good Yes. The, the invention podcast. This episode is that. Uh, before we get out of here, do you have a story? You you talked about how you've had a lot of ups and downs mm-hmm. in your career. And, mm-hmm. and even since I've known about you and we've been in the same world, I've seen you get on America's Got Talent. And then uh, I, did, I wasn't aware of this, but you said you were, had some slow years after that. Mm-hmm. And then now you're writing on a show and you're starring in uh, you're a weather girl mm-hmm. which is I feel like every girl's dream is to be a weather girl and you get yeah, to be a funny it was not my dream but yeah <laughs> well I mean I it's not my dream it only because you know the weather like, weather girls are hot well yeah they sausage me into these little like outfits yeah you're like a hot I'm like milf Weather, I'm a milf. Funny <laughs> weather milf. I like that's you like, say milf, but I don't even have a kid yet. So well, you're on your way. You that's want, right. I want to be a milf. I, well, I'm trying you're to a, be a fucking milf. A I don't want to be a cougar anymore. I want to be a milf. You're you're a hot wannabe milf. You're a, a milf that's never had to have a baby come out of their body. Right. Lucky but you. you. Can still be. Yeah. I've always said like if I if I get married, I don't want her to have a baby. I want to be rich enough to where we could just pay hey, a surrogate a so that her vagina so that, doesn't get all messed up. And that up. she doesn't have to stop drinking. I want her perfect pussy. Right, and women love that. Dude. She could have a C-section. Then she has a C-section scar. I and want her body to remain. I could, intact. but it's like I care about want, her enough you, right, that I want her body to, look I want her body so to be perfect she, yeah, for her. But what if she gains? And now, you know, I'm the, and now I'm the sexist bad guy misogynist no! for saying that because I care about a no. woman's body. That's right. That's, no, I don't think a lot of women looks at it like that. Yeah. And I'm glad that you pointed it out so we can really. Just as I would expect for her to want me to. You said that you were looking for someone so that you could just give up and gain a whole bunch of weight so that she, and she loves you unconditionally. Good I remember point. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women never forget it. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard. What I, I'm very specific in what I want. It's going to be hard to find. That's she fair. has to love reptiles and and ping pong and ping pong and be okay with my gut and never want a baby so she could have a perfect pussy. Um, okay, so you've had a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> you've you're now writing on a show. You're a hot, milfy weather girl. What in your... How long have you been doing comedy for? 24 years. Twenty In your 24 years of comedy, what has been your biggest moment of upset or regret? Where even might not be a regret now, but in the moment you were like, man, I just fucked that up and that would have changed my life. Something like that or an audition or something where you're like, you were very upset about. I don't think I have... Any regrets, like... Everything happens for a reason. Now you're doing great. But no, was there a no, moment no, no. Was there a moment where you were like, man, damn it, why did I do that? Yes. Or, yeah, there was a moment, for sure. Um, and it was in, when I started comedy. I started comedy in New York at 24. And... I did it only to further my acting career because I was an actress. I was I was doing musical theater and I was doing television in New York as much as you can, mm-hmm. like soap work. And I was on Law and Order and like one episode of Sopranos. There was the only shows on in New York. Those are all such milfy things to have done so when you were young. So milfy. Um, so I got into comedy to further my acting career. I didn't even want to do comedy right. at all. And you see a decent amount of that. And then yes. sometimes they end up loving comedy and that becomes their passion. The truth is, is that uh, comedy was just constantly flowing. Like yeah. every time I tried to get out of it, everybody just kept booking me. I kept getting booked. And uh-huh. I was like, but I'm an actor. Like I just wanted to be an actor that could do comedy. Uh-huh. And eventually I had to change it to a comic who can also act. Uh-huh. Comedian who could act. But I think the regret that I have, and I'm trying to get over this, to be honest with you, is that I look at a lot of my younger peers and, you know, they started early and they like fucking hit the ground running. Like they did everything was like, you know, getting up five, six nights a week, staying out. Like I didn't do that even when I moved out here because I wanted to be more of an actor. But I also spent a lot of my 20s. um, I was bartending in Hoboken and then I was bartending out here in Hermosa Beach and then a little bit in Hollywood, and I was, you know, it was a great way to, like, sort of establish my group of friends. I was like Ryan, and I wanted, like, my friends, 
And it really took me a long time. It wasn't until I was about 31 that I really got incredibly serious. I was serious about my career in my 20s, but not not like some women. You're like I, lazy serious. I feel like I just, yeah, I was, I would bartend. driven enough. I wasn't driven enough as far as like, yeah, I wouldn't give up a shift bartending to do a show. I did a, show, a lot of shows in New York, but I wouldn't give up shifts. I was, you know what I mean? I was more about making the money and, mm -hmm. and I was doing comedy, but I was like, you know, going on auditions during the day. It wasn't, I don't think I was as driven as I should have been. And... Yes, everything happens for a reason, and I wouldn't have had the experiences that I have, that I've had now. I might have moved out to California earlier than I did, or maybe I would have never moved out to California. I mean, there's reason for everything, mm -hmm. if you believe that. But I think that's something that I've had to work on, like letting go of like, that was my journey. This is still my journey. Uh, you know, I might not have what, you know, so-and-so has. I have more than that person, but mm -hmm. this is where I'm at. Like it's that that was a regret for a really long time. But that's a good uh, that's a good takeaway. You know, it's it's not the most positive, but if you're out there listening and you know what you want to do, go full force. Go full give, force. Give up your bartending shift. Yes, give up exactly. those few hundred dollars, and you know, do what you do what your heart tells you you should always do. I mean, the truth is, is like, you know, now I'm in an age. Like when I was younger, I was I wasn't at the comedy clubs all the time, even though I had the energy to be because I didn't care. I was like, I'm not gonna make the I'm not gonna I'm not gonna network. I didn't. That's a regret too. I should have networked more. Yeah, I mean that's something. It's so easy to say in retrospect, and you know, know. there's every night I'm like, oh, I should be hanging out, but yeah. I'm not. I also gotta know my strengths and weaknesses. I'm not right. saying these are yours, but for me, it's like I don't know how to network i don't know how to walk up to a stranger and i do say hi and meet them well i need to learn how to do that yeah. thanks for doing the podcast thanks Jody. for having me uh check out her podcast which is don't call me ma'am don't call me ma'am because she uh jody is a hates the military and is not a patriot of the united states of america hmm. i don't think that's it but okay <laughs> and check out her show that she writes for, which is called... Check out Funny You Should Ask. Funny You Should Ask. And the world's funniest weather. The world's funniest weather. Thank you. God bless America. God bless the United States. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. You're listening to... You're listening to... Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed, Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.